Hello and welcome to the NFO What If podcast, where we discuss what if something happened or didn't happen in the past and present of the NFL. I'm Luke Pappas. And I'm Frankie Gochar. Uh, and we also have a special guest, Jason Pappas, here. Hey, everybody. Great to be here. Recording from Baltimore, Maryland, today we'll be going over what if the Colts never moved out of Baltimore. All right, Luke, so what news do we have to go over today? Uh, since our last episode, which was uh, what if the Seahawks ran the ball, uh, in our NFL news segment there, we talked about... Um, Deshaun Watson and whether he was going to go to the Saints or the Falcons, which at the time were the only two teams he was most likely going to go to. Because the Browns had recently just said, um, we're not going to, um, we're not going to try to pursue Baker Mayfield. And then, or Deshaun Watson, sorry. And then Baker Mayfield requested a trade and they said no. Now it looks like Baker Mayfield will be traded because the Browns have just traded for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, because they're not keeping Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson on the same team. It's just not going to happen. Definitely not. Um, oh, I, they just signed Jacoby Brissett, I believe. Yeah. Um, and they actually just traded Case Keenum to the Bills. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think? you think this trade was worth it, or should they have just stuck with Baker? Well, they got... Um, the Houston Texans got three first-round picks out of um, the trade, and I believe that they are going to stick with Davis Mills as the quarterback because I feel like he's a solid quarterback, and with the right development, um, he could be a great quarterback. And, just, and three first-round picks are really um, big, especially for a rebuilding team. And who knows, if the Browns um, have one off year, that first-round pick could be a top 10. Who knows? So I think I would agree with you that in a rebuild, picks are very useful if you're going to stick or if you're going to try to uh, rebuild your team around a rookie quarterback. When you look at the Jags, um, they have back-to-back first overall picks, and like they just went on a huge spending spree in free agency. Uh, who knows if they're going to pick number one this year? I believe it's going to be a defensive player because they really tried to build their offense this free agency. Yeah, I agree. All right, what other news is there? Are you going to continue with uh, Baker Mayfield and well, Deshaun Watson? Yeah, that's probably what um, – yeah, I'm going to continue with that. And, I mean, what happens with Baker Mayfield now is the big question. Does he go to the, um, like, 40, not, not 49ers, Colts? Or, like, what other teams need a quarterback out there? And, um, Jason, you brought up an interesting point earlier. What was that? As far as where he might go? Yes. I mean, it seems like he wants to go to the Colts. Um, obviously, the Seahawks need a quarterback badly. Um, it, I think it's interesting because Baker wants to call his shot here, but he's really at the mercy of where the Browns want to send him and what they get back. And, you know, who knows if there's much of a trademark, uh, trade market for him because he's, you know, he can be a little uh, obstinate at times, apparently. He seems to be very inconsistent with his play. Definitely. And last year, of course, he, play, he was playing on a toward labrum. I believe um, he was hurt all season. And the fact that he just was able to play shows some grit in him. Uh, but we got to see. And what do you think his value is? So I, th- I think it depends. I mean, he wants to go to the Colts. I could see the Colts shying away from it because they just had another head case of quarterback with Wentz that they just traded. And I don't know whether they want to go through another locker room issue again two years in a row. Um, you know, it, it's funny. The Browns have a history, if you, you guys may not remember it, but they ended up taking on uh, from the Texans a contract uh, for Brock Osweiler. So they ended up taking on his contract and getting a draft pick from the Texans in addition to take on his contract. 
Mayfield could potentially be in the same situation where the Browns actually have to give up a pick to get rid of him and get rid of his contract because he's, you know, he's, I think he's due somewhere in 20 million when his fifth year of his rookie contract somewhere in there. Oh, wow. So I, I, I think his worth is a lot less than Baker and clearly his wife think his worth is. Uh, definitely. Uh, I mean, who knows how he's going to recover this off season from his injuries. Um, that's definitely going to be a big part. He needs to probably he needs to be medically cleared to um play like his I think was it twenty nineteen uh, or twenty twenty season. Are there any other teams that would be interested in picking up Baker? Um, well, other than the Colts, uh, what other teams other than the Seahawks? But I doubt they would want him because um. Well, the Saints still need a quarterback. Saints do, yeah. Um. And there was an interesting article I read this morning where if the Panthers make a play for him, they would have the number one and number three picks from the 18 draft with uh, Baker and Darnold on on their roster, which would make it interesting to say the least. But other than that, I mean, who knows? I think the Panthers definitely could pay off to do something with Baker because it's either going to be a boom or bust, really. And this is what they've been uh, trying to find out of quarterbacks uh, in the past years. Sam Darnold went there, and everyone thought he'd be, it was just the Jets that were the problem, but maybe he just wasn't a good quarterback. He's terrible. Yeah. Definitely not. And if you were Jameis Winston, who they just wanted to openly trade for Sean Watson, would you still like want to play for a team that wants to get rid of you? What's his other choice? Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe the Panthers, but... Yeah, maybe. Like, what, if you were Jameis Winston, would you want to play for the... um? Saints still. If they're going to pay me and I have no other choices, probably. Frankie? Yeah, I'd say if it's um, if it comes to money, really, I think he should stay with the team. Definitely. I think Jameis is a, is, he's a good quarterback. Um, I mean, his decision making is all, always going to be a question, but um, he still threw 30 touchdowns along with his 30 interceptions. And... and it also comes down to the fact that he's still in the Saints. Yeah. I mean, what other team would he go to that he would succeed better than on the Saints, really? I think this, I think the Saints actually just cleared a lot of cap room with restructuring their contract, so they could go get somebody. And um, if Michael Thomas returns, I don't know what his timeline is. Returns, uh, Jameis will have that true wide receiver one. I think he definitely was, especially with that weak division. When Tom Brady's back, they will probably win yeah. the division. But I feel like the Saints. And also with the NFC, like you see the AFC, they have eight Super Bowl contenders basically, and the NFC has just like one or two really. So um, I think there's an opening for the wild card spot for Jameis, and if he gets Michael Thomas back, and the defense can play great. Yeah, that's true. What do you guys think about the Devonte trade? I uh, I don't know why. I don't understand why. That's all I really have to say. What about you? Uh, it's all chemistry. I mean. I think there's a game once where they played. Um, I think it was no, what it was one of the Trojan schools. It wasn't Troy. It, it Fresno. Let Derek Carr and Devontae Adams both played that together, and Devontae had like two touchdowns, two hundred sixty yards, thirteen catches, um, and he has that really good chemistry with Derek Carr. And uh, you you said something about Baker like in the Raiders before. It, it, it was something I read this morning when I was flipping through where Josh McDaniels had done a lot of homework on Baker Mayfield. And there was a thought that that if he's not in love with Derek Carr, that he could, he could go after Baker. 
And the first thing that, that I thought of is how irritated Devontae would be because, again, he didn't have – he was under the franchise tag. He forced himself out of Green Bay, we think, because he wanted to play with Derek Carr. And if Derek Carr doesn't end up being that quarterback, that would be an interesting domino. You guys could probably do a future. Yeah, uh, we've seen Devontae hold out before with this franchise tag. And um, I mean, it's really Aaron Rodgers because they paid him so much money, like $50 million a year guaranteed, I believe. Yeah. Um, is that um, they didn't have any money to pay Devontae. And this was going to be his last year in Green Bay, most likely anyway. Yeah. And actually, uh, now that we look at Sean Watson's contract, is uh, it makes him the highest – like most guaranteed money, I think in NFL history, over like two hundred million. And what do you, what does this mean for the rest of the quarterbacks? I mean, Lamar's coming up on his contract year. Um, Kyler and Burrow are a few years away. Uh, Probably going to force a lot of these quarterbacks to want more money, meaning they won't be able to have as good as the rest of the team. Like the rest of the players won't be able to get paid as much, meaning they're most likely going to go to other teams. And we see this with uh, I think. Zadarius Smith, he signed with the Ravens. Uh, actually, really like cheap deal, especially for a player of his caliber. And uh, then a few hours later, Von Miller gets signed to that like six-year, um, lot like a lot of money. Um, and Zadarius Smith sees that as like, all right, I'm gone. Uh, I want more money than that. And I think the same thing could be said with Devontae Adams and Christian Kirk. Kirk gets signed to a twenty like twenty-one dollar million. Per or four-year, $84 million deal, um, and he's never even had a 1,000-yard season. Devontae sees that. I want, I can make way more money than that. I'm such a better receiver than Kirk. And, yeah. But I think I read somewhere where the Packers were pay the exact same amount that the Raiders. He seemed to want to be out. I mean, you guys think that was actually an Aaron Rodgers issue or – I'm not sure why Devontae wouldn't want to play under Aaron Rodgers. Like he's still a really he won MVP last year and uh, was in a playoff in a Super Bowl run in general. I just don't. I really just don't know why Devontae wouldn't want to play under Aaron Rodgers in, and why he'd want to play under Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers. Again, it's back to the chemistry thing. Like they both had that chemistry, but also Aaron Rodgers, like he can be like a like a head case sometimes. Basically. Uh, he, I mean, he, Baker Mayfield, I think, could become that Aaron Rodgers type of guy, like all sending out these cryptic tweets and like getting mad that like he's not like the center of everything. Um, so I feel like sometimes playing Aaron under Aaron Rodgers isn't always going to be as fun. Because um, I feel like he, he will definitely like blame you for something that he probably, probably was in control of. Aaron, and Aaron Rodgers is no Tom Brady that if you play under him, you're uh, guaranteed a good uh, a good season at least. It's not really like that with Aaron Rodgers or Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah, he saw Antonio Brown went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl. Um, and just a close closing before uh, we get to the what if um because of Deshaun Watson's big contract, how much do you think the Ravens should pay Lamar? That's the multi-million dollar question i mean hindsight we would have loved to have gotten him locked up last year or before the rogers and the watson deal you know if he's paying attention which you know he is 
he's going to be more expensive now than he was three months ago. I don't know. I mean, I think we got to do what we got to do to keep him. Um, I you know, it, if not him, who are you going to get? And I still think he's a elite. And I hear people talking in the, the barbershop about uh, get rid of Lamar. I don't know who else you would put at quarterback. <laughs> bring bring Flacco back, honestly. Yeah, you can get him cheap. I mean, definitely. Um, all right, now let's get into the what if. Uh, today we're going to be talking about what if the Colts never left Baltimore. And um, Jason, like, what is your experience with the Colts? You grew up a Colts fan, is that correct? Uh, that we did. Um, that we did. We were a Colts family. Um, my dad, your papa, was an original season ticket holder when they came uh, in 1953. And we had season tickets my whole life that I remembered. I remember when I got old enough, I would, uh, we had two tickets. I would fight my mom, not literally, obviously. But we would, we would figure out who was going and it was either me or her. And she was pretty fierce where have to sit home a lot of games where she went um with my dad um yeah so i mean from early as i can remember i was going to colts games and um you know football fan and, and diehard colts fan and i know a big topic today is going to be the stadium how would you describe memorial stadium was it so so it's interesting um you know when we were in it it seemed fine i mean you know we'd go to games there I saw a couple World Series games there and and a couple of Colts playoff games there and you thought it was fine or it was a stadium you know when you look back and especially when we got the Ravens back and you had to go to Memorial for the first two years and we had a couple exhibition games in between you realized how much of a dump that place was um it was just old and you know to the point it was uh, it was designed as a baseball stadium where they actually painted part of the end zones that were in the in the sort of the one deck circle green because it was dirt. Um, but again, back then stadiums were not nearly the way they are now, so everybody thought that was okay. Um, I just remember being really loud and exciting, and as obviously as a young kid going to games was phenomenal. And I agree. I mean, back then. You didn't. You didn't really need that much out of a stadium, but like compared to the stadiums today, you you definitely want more. Like you need all these like jumbotrons and yeah. like that has to be like one billion dollars and has to have all these concessions. The bathrooms have to be perfect, which they never are. Yeah. But it also it also comes down to the the city not wanting to. Uh, pay for a new stadium or even help out with a new stadium when they when it came time to actually want one yeah i think a lot of that and and so just to give a little bit of context i was about your guy's age when the colts left so that was march of 84 i remember that day vividly i mean you know when you're sort of my age and a baltimore sports fan um, there's two days that you remember vividly when the Colts left, which I'll never forget that day, March 28th of 84. And then when Len Bias died, the Maryland hoops legend, which was summer of 86, um, you know, the Colts were everything at that point. Problem was the Colts had become really, so they were awesome in the late seventies. They kind of dropped off for about five years and they were terrible. And Ursay, Robert Ursay, um, the owner, 
was really a a bad owner from all um, you know from from every metric you can imagine, and people just kind of quit on Ursay. So I think as much as them not wanting to give a stadium because you know Baltimore has always been a football town, they just didn't want to give Ursay a stadium. And uh, Ursay was the former owner of the Los Angeles Rams. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, so, so I, was I was a little too young, young to remember this, this but I remember my dad telling me, and, and I mean, if you think about it in today's terms, so I think it was 1972, um, the owner of the Colts was a guy named Carol Rosenblum, who was a West Coast guy. He wanted to get back out to the West Coast, didn't love Baltimore, and literally, Ursay owned the Rams, and they traded franchises, literally, straight up. And if you think about that today, you know, that's absurd where you think about, you know, Jerry Jones trading franchises with Daniel Snyder or whoever. I mean, that's just obviously is never going to happen again, but that's how we got Ursay. Definitely. Uh, so just uh, before we get into like the actual what if of it, like uh, describe the day, uh, March 24th, 28th. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's, I guess it's what, 38 years next week. Um, it was snowing. Uh, I remember that, and there there had been all kinds of speculation that Ursay was interested in moving the team because the the last five seasons, and I remember I was at the last home game of the eighty B season, and everybody was you know there were signs and everything was booing Ursay, and. In I think it was January of that year, he had flown to Indianapolis and there was this famous press conference that he may have had a couple of cocktails beforehand where he swore he would never move the team. And it was a very belligerent press conference where he was screaming at the reporters and, you know, questioning their integrity. And he said he would never move the team. But the reason he was saying that is because there was a lot of rumors that he was going to move it to Indianapolis because he wasn't... Um, subtle in his courtship of Indy. And then, you know, three months later, the moving trucks came in the middle of the night um, and literally rolled out um, to infamous Mayflower truck. All right. Um, so now let's get into the, uh, like, what if part. Um, so there's, like, multiple things we could do, of course. Um, if they didn't move or what if uh, Elway got drafted and he decided to stay because mm -hmm. of like how bad the Colts were at the time, he wouldn't sign. Is that right? Well, yeah, that, so it was the, it was the iconic. So we were the worst team in the league in what would have been the 82 season. And so we get the number one pick. And that was the, if you guys remember, that was the iconic 83 quarterback draft. Um, that ESPN did the 30 on 30 for 30 on where Marino was in that he was picked late in the first in that uh, and Elway was the number one pick which we picked um, and he didn't want to come to Baltimore merely because the franchise was in ruins um, because of all the stuff we talked about and he was also a really gifted baseball player so he got um, drafted by the Yankees and he basically used that leverage and said if you draft me, I'm going to uh, play baseball. And we drafted him. And, you know, that sort of standoff kept going. And finally, Ursay overrode his general manager and made a trade with the uh, Broncos, 
where he traded Elway to the Broncos. We got the fourth pick, which was a guy named Chris Hinton, who was a guard out of Northwestern. He was a good football player, but, you know, and, and we also got basically a bag of donuts along with that. And, you know, if you want to pinpoint a time where I think the Colts were done was that. I mean, because you think about it, we should have had Elway. We kept Elway. I don't believe the Colts ever leave. Um, you know, so. What do you think this uh, means for, like, the future of Baltimore sports? Like, you think Browns would have ever relocated to Baltimore and became the Ravens? Um, I think Modell wanted to move that team. He couldn't get a stadium. And he was really irritated because they used the money that they were going to build the stadium for, or they could have built the stadium for, to build the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that was sort of the last straw for him. Now, obviously, Baltimore wouldn't have been an option, but Los Angeles didn't have a team at that point. Um, you know, there were some other options that he could have ended up in, um, or he may have stayed. Maybe, you know, maybe Cleveland. Cleveland builds a stadium that they all ended up building. And uh, so, of course, like now we're Ravens fans, but like we most likely would have grown up Colts fans. And um, it's like, uh, what, do you, what do you think the team looks like today? Um, do you think like, do you think we're still in Memorial Stadium? How like how are we in m and now or? Well, they would have had to build. I mean, because Memorial Stadium is was um uh, obsolete they would have had to build a state somewhere um you know who knows maybe they would have moved to los angeles um you know hindsight's 2020 but the raven i mean you think about what's happened to the ravens get the franchise you know we got them the same way we lost the the colts so that's you know people have opinions on that but we never would have had Ray Lewis here. We never would have had Jonathan Ogden here. We never would have had Ed Reed here uh, in most likelihood. And, um, you know, it's worked out pretty well. And I, I will tell you, there's still a lot of Baltimoreans that are still harbor anger towards the Colts. Uh, and I did until we won a Super Bowl before they did. Um, and then I was like, you know what? It's all good. You know, it all worked out for both sides. Uh, and I like Indianapolis. I think it's a cool city. Uh, it certainly wasn't an NFL city at the time, but it is now. Definitely. And now, um, now look at the Browns. Uh, when they got their team, then just basically a quarterback graveyard. Yeah, they've been through like thirty-two quarterbacks already. Is it that many? Yeah, and four years after their team moves, um, that team gets a ring, and they're stuck with this dumpster fire of a team. Yeah, actually, um. Only three players from that um that from the original Cleveland team were on their Super Bowl team. It was Stover, mm -hmm. um, Rob Burnett, and Larry Webster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland was angry. I actually um after I would, I was playing a the a little bit of football after uh college and we had a game in Cleveland and um, we literally, when they figured out we were from Baltimore, they were throwing rocks at our bus. And one guy actually had a grill going and threw the grill at us, which I always thought was pretty ridiculous because, you know, it didn't do anything to us. And all of a sudden he doesn't have a grill anymore. That's how they were really angry.
Yeah, and you could relate to the uh, to the city of Cleveland at that time because the Colts did leave. Yeah, and yes, a hundred percent, and that that always created mixed feelings among a lot of the you know the Colts faith. Is we did what what happened to us. You can say that's just karma, but you know I I empathize for Cleveland. I still don't like the Browns. I get it. So the Ravens, um, we have, they're here now. Um, so do you think the Browns, uh, if they move, um, would they be as successful like as um, the Ravens? So if the Colts stay in Baltimore, would the Browns that move to like, let's say Los Angeles, would they still be as successful, do you believe? Well, the, the reason Modell moved to Baltimore is he needed money. So he was an old school owner who his primary business and, and income generator was the team. And there was this whole new group of owners that were coming in, Jerry Jones and Daniel Snyder, who had all made fortunes at other things. And they were able to spend money that Modell didn't have. So he needed to move somewhere or get a new stadium that had skyboxes and all those different things. So, um, Modell probably would have had to sell the team if he stayed in Cleveland and didn't get a new stadium. Um, and then who knows? I mean, you know, I think NFL, I mean, we're blessed in Baltimore. We have an amazing owner with Steve Bishotti. But you look down the road, you know, in, in D.C. and whatever they're called now, the commandos, um, you know, you can have a wealthy owner and still have a really terrible product on the team. Um, and Frankie, for you, would you rather grow up being a Colts fan or a Ravens fan? It just depends how good the team is. Honestly, I if if you're thinking about or if you're asking me the name, I, I couldn't really care. I didn't grow up in that big of a football household as you guys did. Did you ever go to any games? Uh, no, you would have been. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Dad ever go to any games? I don't think so. No. Or he wouldn't go to as many as you would have gone to. I bet I, I bet if I asked him, he would have gone to maybe like a few. Yeah. But I'm really not sure. And I think it's safe to say that the Baltimore Ravens have had a pretty successful franchise um, since moving from Cleveland. And um, are you happy with like the move? Are you happy with the Ravens? Yeah. I mean, they've given us two Super Bowls. I mean, you know, we still have fans that are whining about the Ravens and this and that, Lamar's not the guy and Flacco's not elite and all these other things. We got two Super Bowls. I mean, um, you know, Luke, you and I went out to Detroit this year for the Ravens game. And I mean, you want to talk about a suffering fan base. I mean, you look at what the alternatives could be. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's not the horseshoes that I grow up with, but it's still pro football. Yeah. And you think uh, these other teams that have two Super Bowls, we our franchise hasn't been around for as long as they've had so we've got a, we got a super bowl how many years have the, has the team been a team so we're just over 25 right we came in 97 i thought it was 96 was our inaugural season it may have been. yeah but it took five years to win our first super bowl yeah which... and oh and if we think uh what about the Bears? How how long have they been like a team? They, they were one of the. They, I think they were they, the second they were the first team to now, ever exist. How many Super Bowls do they have? One. Yeah. So I mean, that's another alternative. Is we got a Super Bowl in what five years of being a team? And the, 
Yeah, now in fairness, the Super Bowl didn't start till 67. And well, that's they, true. They yeah. have some world championships as, as well as it. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, they've won one Super Bowl. And also, like, think of the Cardinals. They were the the first ever NFL franchise to ever exist. I think they were the uh, Maroon, or they were going to be called the Maroons, but the uniforms they bought were uh, Cardinal Red <laughs> um, as their original franchise. Um, and they, they've never won a Super Bowl, and I think they have, like, two world championships. Yeah. Um, Lions, they were the fifth oldest franchise, and um, that's probably, like, one of the worst fans. I mean, they, they have the most, one of the, like, very loyal fans, because if you stick around for that franchise, you're very loyal. And, um, yeah. and, and there's one other subtext around this. So we lose the Colts, and then... You know, so we didn't have football. I didn't have football through most of my, you know, high school and college years. Um, but we were up for an expansion team in, I think it was the 90s, 95, 96, they did a round of expansion that was Jacksonville and Carolina. And, you know, we thought that the fourth finalist, if I remember correctly, was Jacksonville, Carolina, St. Louis, who didn't have a team at that point, and us. And, you know, we thought there was zero chance that either St. Louis or us didn't get one of those and neither got it. And they decided to go to the Sun Belt. And, you know, I think they probably, the NFL probably regrets putting a team in Jacksonville. It's just a little market. Um, and at that point, the owner of the Redskins, uh, a guy named Jack Kent Cook, um, had decided he was going to move the stadium from downtown D.C., uh, to where it is now, which is in Maryland. And I think his hope was at that point that he would block Baltimore from ever getting a team because, you know, that was so much closer to Baltimore. So there was some times we thought we would never get a team. And, um, you know, fortunately, everything worked out. And Modell needed a place to go and he decided to come to Baltimore. Could have gone a bunch of different places too. And if you, uh, what do you think everyone in Baltimore would end up being uh, the Redskins or even the Commanders now? They, would they be fans of that franchise instead of uh, any other team if there was no team in Baltimore? So one of the reasons there's a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans in Baltimore still to this day. And I remember the old days when the Ravens got here and we were still playing at Memorial Stadium. There was two-thirds Steelers fans in the stands and one-third Ravens fans. Terrible. Um is because when the Colts left, most people were not going to stay loyal to the Colts because they left. Um, and people went to kind of Pittsburgh, Philly, or or Washington. And I'm not proud of this, but I was a Redskins fan for several years. Just And, and the main reason that I, I wanted to follow the Redskins is because I loved going to football games. And you can get to, you could get to RFK, which is a crazy atmosphere back in the day. Um, but it took a while for for Baltimore to come back to the Ravens. It wasn't immediate. I mean, we were excited. Um, but I think a lot of people were not happy that we stole a team. And, you know, they had already, you know, created 15-year allegiances with Steelers or, or, or somebody else. And so at that time, what was the best team? Like the, uh, well, yeah, the best team, the Redskins, the Eagles, or the uh, Steelers? Um 80s was that the Niners? Yeah, the Niners were great. The Cowboys were were great. Um, I think the Steelers were pretty solid. 
and the Redskins, uh, the Redskins were coming off a couple of Super Bowls. I, I remember when I was a Redskins fan. Again, I'm not proud of this. Full disclosure. Um, there was there was at least two Super Bowls that that the Skins were in. Um, so they were all pretty good. I don't think the Eagles were great back then, but um, and and I think that's probably why not a ton of people went to the Eagles. They more went to the Steelers or or the Redskins if they were. Um, Frankie, uh, I have a question. Uh, so, like, say, oh, hopefully, God willing, this never happens. If the Ravens did what the Colts did, what team would you think you would go to? Like, start rooting for? Um, probably Philly, I think, because uh, I don't, I don't really know. Good question. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. What would you do? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I would. If it, especially if it happened like the Colts, like I would not want to root for the Ravens, but um, I definitely would never want to be a Commanders fan. Um, in Philly, I'd be okay with. Um, I mean the fans are a little crazy, but actually, I think I think I'd be a. Uh, I think I'd go to the Bengals because I've got a lot of family that are Bengals fans, and they're not a terrible team right now. Yeah, I I actually don't know. I I definitely would not go to the Bengals, Steelers, or Browns. Um, I. Maybe like either the maybe Giants or Jets, but that would just cause me more suffering. So probably Eagles. Maybe the Lions. They don't they don't have much to lose. Yeah. Actually a funny story there when um I was in Detroit, I went to the, me and uh, my dad uh went to uh, um Detroit this year for the game. Um uh when we saw when Tucker hit the uh field goal, I saw like one probably mad Detroit fan. Everyone was like kind of like it happens. It, it's just because we're us. Yeah, we went back to the hotel uh, to check out at that point, and there was a ton of Lions fans milling. And, you know, we were wearing, I was wearing my purple sport jacket, as I do, and Luke was wearing a jersey. And nobody was mad. They were just like, yeah, that's what the Lions do. Yeah, I feel uh, they kind of cheered after. they were. I feel like in the end of the year, they were having the most fun out of any team because anytime they would win a game, yeah, it would be like they won the Super Bowl. And their coach is nuts in a good way. And the guy's this intense. Um, I think he's actually perfect for Detroit. Really, um... By the way, guys, I really appreciate you having me on. I think what you guys are doing is phenomenal. And I, I listen to a decent amount of podcasts. You guys are crushing it. I love the topic. I love the banter between you guys. So I'm really honored to be to be. Welcome. Yeah, it was great. It's great having you on. Um, uh, Frankie, any uh, closing thoughts? I mean, not really. I think it was just kind of a depressing time in Baltimore. Like, I feel like I, if the if there was no team in the in Baltimore, like the Ravens just moved out like tomorrow or something, and they weren't here for fifteen years, I'd be what uh, 30, 30 before another team uh, shows up. I mean that's a that's a long time to not have football in the uh, city. Which, by the way, I was thirty when they came back. It was, it was terrible not having a hometown team. Now, uh, do we have time for one other thing? Of course, yeah. So, so one thing that may have gotten lost in all of this is if the Colts never left, I don't believe Camden Yards ever gets built. Really? Um, because the. Um, the mayor was a guy named uh, Donald Schaefer, which um, William Donald Schaefer you, was 
from all accounts, the most iconic Baltimore mayor possibly. Amazing. And um, I think he was stung so much by Ursay double-crossing him and leaving that he was intent on building the coolest baseball stadium for the one team that we had left. And, you know, as we all know, Camden Yards was this iconic renaissance of how stadiums were built because the one that was built right before it was uh, the White Sox Stadium, which I've been to, and it has no character. It's kind of one of those steel donut, you know, concrete donut things that you saw all over the place. And, you know, Camden Yards changed the game. I don't think that would have gotten built unless the Colts left. And, you know, you know, issues, but you think about what Camden Yards has been for the city, and ultimately the stadium that we were able to build that, you know, it's not the LA stadium, it's not the Vegas stadium, but it's an awesome football stadium. Yeah, and what do you think that means for, like, the uh, future of the Orioles itself? I mean, they're not great right now, but they were in the past. Were they winning those... uh, I don't know anything about baseball, but you think they were winning those World Series in um, in Camden Yards? Was that was it built yet or no? No. So the last World Series was '83. Ravens left, and I think that I mean the Colts left. I think that's also one of the reasons Ursay got got really annoyed. This was a football town. Dad has told me, like insane football town, and. They kind of turned on the on the Colts because the Orioles were great at that time, and um, you know, talk about the Orioles. I think they're finally doing the right thing, but I don't think they're going anywhere. And I think mainly because that stadium is so iconic and it created such a different, you know, era in stadium building. It really is just a cool place to be, honestly. Like, even though the Orioles are really bad right now, like, I still want to go to the game because I feel like that, like, that's such a cool stadium. Yeah. It's, it's not domed, and I won't, if I watch a baseball game, I want to be outside in, like, this, yep. like, 80-degree weather just enjoying the game, eating a bag of peanuts. And You also have no, uh, really, not really an expectation, just like the Lions. Like, I, they, I, they win, they lose, you don't really care. Honestly, yeah. it was just fun to be there. I think the Orioles, Orioles are playing right now, spring training. They're losing, so. Shocking. They'll be good, though. I think they're finally doing the right things. But this is a football podcast, so Sorry. back to football. Um, uh, Jason, any closing thoughts? No, again, just thanks for having me. I love, you know, the Colts were such a big part of my my childhood. And thinking about that, you guys, I was a year older, basically. I was a sophomore uh, when the Colts left. And, you know, I remember that day. And, you know, I'm not proud to admit, I actually cried because that was such a big part of my childhood that was gone um you know and i think it's super cool for you guys to be able to grow up where you have a hometown team baseball and football um good one that is yeah and a really well-run franchise great ownership great leadership um you know and, and we've you know you just have to look down the road to to the commanders and you know be blessed with the franchise that we have What about you, Luke? Any closing thoughts? I mean, I mean, it, this would this never happens now. Like, if a team were to leave, um, it'd be like such an out war too. And I think, like, I think the NFL might deny it. Like, if a team like just leaves in the middle of the night, Goodell and the NFL would be like, "Nope, you're going back here." And of course, everyone has all this money now that they can build these one billion dollar stadiums. So, 
that allowed for the NFL to just say no? Yeah, you're not you, moving. Yeah, you can be- veto trades like um, this is basketball, but like uh, Chris Paul um wanted to get traded to the Lakers, but his trade was vetoed by um the commissioner. Yeah, what we've seen in the past is that when players want to request a trade, the team's able to just say no, we're not trading you. But then that also brings out the fact of like a uh, Eli Manning situation where he's just like, I'm not playing for this team. Yeah. That, that it, that, I mean, Eli pulled what Elway did um, to, to the Colts. Um, you know, this would be a completely different episode, but if you look at hindsight and you draft uh, Marino instead of Elway, does it become a totally different um, and we were in the same division as the Dolphins, ironically. Yeah. So other than closing thoughts, I mean, I I think um, the Browns would either they would have to sell the team, or um, if the Colts stay, like they would have to sell the team or move like to LA or maybe even to one of those Florida Florida or Carolina markets that or anywhere that would offer Modell money. Yeah. Or if not, I think the Browns are they probably might even be worse than they are today. Yep. And um, who know? I don't know how good the Colts would still be in Baltimore, but um, maybe they have a few more Super Bowls under their belt, or like they're looking upward now, and maybe they're a contender. And as of right now, the Colts are kind of like just there. They just lost to Jacksonville to lose out of the playoffs, which again yep. is another franchise that just kind of exists. And like the fan, like the fans showed up in clown costumes that game, and the Colts lost. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. They they're having a quarterback situation. They have a good running back. Um, yeah, but just how I think everything worked out for the fans of Baltimore. I agree. All right, that's all from us today. Next week we'll be talking about what if RG three didn't get injured. See you later, everyone. Get a copper mine for sponsoring this episode. Check them out at www.gocoppermine.com. Thanks to them, you can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast.